Oh my gosh. And they got it. And they got it in Fitzpatrick. This win was everything 2020 needed and more. They have clinched. We have big things coming in 2021. My name's Maddie. My name's Charlotte Payne. This is Locker Room Ladies. Go Canes. The Summer Olympics are finally within reach, and our Woman of the Week is U.S. gymnast Lori Hernandez. J.J. Watt is heading to the desert. We'll tell you our take on the big move. And also in the desert and the Sunshine State, baseball is officially back. Plus, a group of extraordinary women got together at Madison Square Garden to make history. Welcome back to Locker Room, ladies. I'm Charlotte. I'm Maddie. Thank you for joining us. Thanks so much for coming back. It's officially March. It is March 4th. It is the month the world fell apart last year. (laughs) And on this day in sports history, a little bit longer ago, back in 1967, World's Ladies Figure Skating Championship was won in Vienna by United States skater Peggy Fleming. Yes. Speaking of women, speaking of awesome things, it is Women's Empowerment Month, Women History Month, and... I am so excited because as two ladies on Locker Room Ladies, we love to talk about female empowerment, females in sports, and our woman of the week is perfect to start off this month. Maddie, tell us about her. Lori Hernandez. You've probably heard that name before. You probably watched her in Rio at the Olympics in 2016. She is an Olympic gymnast, and she's back after taking a little bit of a break from gymnastics. Yeah, she took about a five-year hiatus, and she's only 20 years old, so when she was at the forefront of her career, she was like 15, which is wild to think about, because when I was 15, I was not in Rio, like, (laughs) winning gold. She just did her floor routine at the Winter Cup, and she is gearing up for Summer 2020 Olympics. She killed that floor routine, by the way. She She paid homage to Hamilton, an American musical, and also to Brie Larson with her leotard, which was super cool. So we watched a little clip of her floor routine. It's just incredible what they do because I could never do that kind of stuff. And she just looked flawless. She looked beautiful, graceful, flexible, everything under the sun. She looked Mm -hmm. awesome. She actually did her full routine to the room where it happens from Hamilton. It's crazy too because her you, you mentioned Brie Larson and her her Leo was like all Captain Marvel and I just watched all the Marvel movies during quarantine so I'm a huge Marvel fan now <laughs> and I thought she looked patriotic, beautiful, chef's kiss. Loved it. And not to mention she looked absolutely amazing. She looked ripped. She was she looked like she has been preparing for this for the last five years, especially coming off of she made an announcement that she has been dealing with eating disorders and a lot of depression and a lot of really, really heavy stuff. And to see her come out here and look that on fire was just the icing on top of the cake of a beautiful floor routine. I think it's a good reminder too, especially after this this really rough year that all of us have gone through that a lot of people struggle with mental health. I would say everyone struggles in some way with their mental health. And I think it's just, it goes to show that you can get through it and you can power through and you can still do amazing things, even if you don't feel 100% in, in your head all the time. Maddie, you said it perfectly. And, and she's a huge example of that. Somebody who has been through a lot very publicly to come out and, and do it again, no matter what, 
happened in the past, that's a huge inspiration to a lot of 20-year-olds around the world and a lot of people younger and older. And she's not letting it hold her back. And that's the important thing. She took the time she needed to get better and prepare. And she came out with a bang for sure. And there's just so much more ahead of her. And she's so young. She has so much more to accomplish. And she's already done so much. And so I'm just excited to see her succeed. Yeah. And it's okay to take time off. Like, look at what it's done for her. It's okay to just take a step back and relax for a second and start feeling yourself again and then come back and kill it. Love it. I love it. I love the story. I'm so proud of her. Me too. So in other news, we talked last week about Mr. Free Agency, J.J. Watt. He was a hot topic on social media for weeks ever since uh, he was released from Houston and he's made his decision. And it is not what I was expecting, Charlotte. Maddie, we just spoke for like 15 minutes about every team he could have gone to, and Arizona wasn't even one of the ones we discussed. Yeah, he is heading to the desert to be an Arizona Cardinal. The only even little inkling that I heard about JJ even potentially mentioning the Cardinals was not even JJ mentioning it. It was DeAndre Hopkins. He posted on Instagram a couple weeks ago, I think about one or two weeks ago, And he wrote, let's finish what we started. And it was a picture of him with J.J. Watt in a Cardinals jersey. And that was the only little thing. But I just thought maybe it's wishful thinking because, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster posted on, commented on that picture with the crying, laughing emoji and wrote, come play with your brothers, LOL. And, you know, everyone was kind of wanting them, J.J. to go to their team. I mean, we've heard so many Things And people were analyzing every word that came out of his Twitter to try to figure out where he was going to go. And I, I think that everyone was really far off because I did not hear a lot of speculation about the Cardinals. Neither did I. And it's interesting because I would have expected, thinking about it now, knowing that he's going to Arizona, his wife is going to be in Chicago. Wouldn't like Green Bay, somewhere closer, make more sense for this guy? Like why Arizona? I was really thinking Green Bay. I thought I had something when I was discussing that last week. I was like, it makes so much sense. He's going to the Packers. Right. Happening. But the thing is, when you break it down, here, here's the deal. So he signed, he's going to sign. I mean, free agency officially doesn't start till March 17th. Right, right. But the deal is a two-year, $31 million contract with $23 million guaranteed. And rumors were that he mm-hmm. wanted money that he's worth he wanted to get paid what he's worth and that he wanted a competitive team that could potentially get him a Super Bowl ring I don't know I don't know I've heard some rumors though Charlotte about contracts that he was offered I heard that the Browns and the Colts and a couple other teams offered him way more money so there must be something about Arizona that he says you know what I'm gonna get a little bit less money Like, we talked about this with Antonio Brown. Is he going to be one of those guys who goes for the checks? Or is he going to stay with his team who he knows can win a Super Bowl? Maybe J.J. Watt just has so much confidence in this Cardinals team that he doesn't care about the extra couple million dollars. He just wants to win. And the NFC West is going to be stacked, Maddie. I mean, looking looking at those teams that you just mentioned, the Browns and the Colts, I mean, I even heard the Titans offer was pretty similar. And I mean, last week, if you remember, my dad really thought that he was going to go to the Titans because of Rabel. But 
And I think the Titans out of that that handful of teams we just mentioned are the closest to being a competitive Super Bowl team. I, like I've said in the past, I don't think the Browns are there yet. I think it's going to be a few more years. The Colts, I don't think Carson Wentz is the answer. I don't think that they're going to be a Super Bowl team either this year. But the Cardinals is interesting because that's not even one that was on my radar in terms of being in the Super Bowl conversation this next season. And like you said, the stacked NFC West. We have the Rams and the Seahawks who both went to the playoffs last year. But when you break it down, I think that there is trouble brewing in that division. I don't think that it's going to be as intense as it was last season. And here's why. Because the Rams just traded Jared Goff to the Lions for Matthew Stafford. I do not think Matthew Stafford is the answer. I don't think that he's going to take them to a Super Bowl. I just, you I just said don't that originally see it. too. You said that. I just on. don't see it. I think he's. I think they'll be competitive. I think that that Rams defense is going to be pretty solid. Of course, they have Aaron Donald, Defensive Player of the Year. I just don't know about Matthew Stafford. I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not confident because I've watched him play for the Lions for so long, and that was just so rough. He just didn't but have the weapons he needed. Maybe, there. maybe, but I just, I don't know. I, I don't like, I did not like the way the Rams looked against the Packers in the playoffs. And I mean, of course, they had a different quarterback, so things could change. But I'm not sold on the Rams yet. Maybe he just knows, okay, this could be a little bit of a unpredictable NFC West. So let's go to the Cardinals And I'm sure of this thing. Like, this is something I'm sure – I'm not so sure about all those other teams with their weird deals and their Stafford and their problems in the Seahawks potentially that I know you'll get into. But maybe he is so confident in himself and that Cardinals team that it doesn't matter. Everybody else is falling apart, but we're going to dominate this this NFC West. And maybe he wants to finish what they started with D-Hop. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But I mean, here's my thing about the Cardinals. I watched them play against the Seahawks last year in Arizona. So obviously they played the Seahawks twice, once in Arizona, once in Seattle. And they did not look like they were in that game the whole way through. They came back in overtime and won. And that was when I realized, okay, you can't count Kyler Murray out. You can't count this Cardinals team, this Cardinals team out. Kyler Murray said in an interview after that that win, he said, I never thought we were going to lose this game. And he had that confidence. So maybe JJ has that confidence in that team and he sees something in them that he thinks he has something to bring to the table. And maybe JJ Watt is the leadership that that team needs because they do have a lot of young talent. But like you mentioned, the Seahawks, I want to talk about them because they started off strong last season. I believe that the Cardinals were the first team they lost to last year. They did beat them in the rematch, but I don't know about that Seahawks team. Their defense really struggled this past season. I hope that they will address that. But now we're hearing all this talk about problems behind the scenes. Russell Wilson's not sounding like he's happy there. I don't know if he'll leave Seattle, but he definitely doesn't seem like he's satisfied there. And I think that that is a recipe for disaster. When you have your quarterback and your coaching staff and your front office and they aren't on the same page, there's trouble brewing. I'm telling you. I mean, look at the look at the Steelers. Is it like going to be a Ben Roethlisberg situation with Russell Wilson? 
Like, is he not, not even that? But look at the Steelers with Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. I mean, that really shook up that team having those issues in the locker room. I just think Seattle is not headed in the right direction, especially the way that Russell Wilson is speaking out against the team. If right you now. don't have that foundation there, you cannot build. If you don't have that loyalty in the front office and in the coaching staff with your studs, then it, your team is not going to have a good season. Also, the Seahawks went out and they won the division and they did the same thing the Steelers did. They lost in the wild card round. So I don't know. I think that the Cardinals, maybe maybe some things are shifting over there in that NFC West and the Cardinals may be in a position to move up to the top. I mean, that that NFC West was really like musical chairs for a while. I mean, it was like shuffling it's an arms race. the leader. It's it really, really was. An arms race. I mean, the 49ers weren't really in it because they suffered a lot of injuries. And I know that they're also facing a lot of free agency this offseason. So we'll see about the 49ers. I don't know. It's kind of hard to to determine with them because they, they really weren't a complete team this past season with all of their injuries. So we'll see. But I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I think the 49ers need maybe a little bit more time to rebuild after kind mm-hmm. of a, a season that was really just a wash plagued with an injury bug I mean maybe honestly maybe JJ Watt just wants the warmth he wants I mean yeah he's in, in Texas he doesn't want to be in Cle- yeah and so he, he knows what it's like to to play in a stadium where it's a little bit warmer maybe he was like let you know what let's just dry heat it up let's let's go to the desert I, I know I can play well in the warm so maybe it's as simple as he just didn't want to be cold I mean the other thing is we said the, the two things we heard that J.J. Watt wanted, we didn't hear that from J.J. Watt. So we don't know. Because like he said, when he posted about going to Arizona, his caption was, source me. Because mm-hmm. there's been so much speculation about him, and a lot of it's been way off. So right. maybe that's not all he wanted. Maybe he really liked the Cardinals organization and saw maybe. something there that he, he enjoyed and he thought was going to be a good fit for him. It's going to be interesting to see, especially since that NFC West was so hot last season. It's really going to be interesting to see how this is going to shake things up over there. Yeah, and can they beat the Bucks? is the question too. Exactly. See, I would not have even thought about that had my dad not brought it up last week when we were discussing the potential landing spots. He mentioned, do you think the Packers or the Titans, which one's closer to beating the Chiefs or the Bucks? Because those are pretty much the dominant forces in each conference right now. And so I wouldn't have thought of that if he didn't ask that question last week. But now it's something we have to address. I mean, it it makes the Bucks. It makes sense to think about it because that's the team that's that just won the Super Bowl. And in in the context of football in the NFL, that's the team who was the best of the best in this past season. So who do you want to beat? Who do you think who who would be the most important to beat? Well, and I mean, all bets are off during the Super Bowl. Like, I really feel like anything can happen in that game. But I mean, they're in the same conference. So to get to the Super Bowl, the Cardinals would literally have to beat them or someone else would have to beat them for them. But if it comes down to the NFC Championship and it's Cardinals Bucks, I don't see Bruce Arians losing to the team he used to coach. That's another interesting storyline. I mean, it was four years ago, and it's a, there's a lot of changes on that team since then, but I still think it's into play. I don't think it's a completely, completely different team. I think he, especially knowing Bruce and, and the insight that he always has on quarterbacks and just his, his football IQ, I think that he's going to go out yeah. guns blazing against the Cardinals if they do match up this upcoming season. 
And you know what? There's so much like this. This Cardinals team is in a rebuild. They just got JJ Watt, who is a, a very, very good at what he does. And maybe they want to shoot for that Super Bowl win, but they have to get there. Like, give them some time, and maybe they can become a team that we we see beating the Bucks in the future. I mean, I don't know though. Also, because Tom Brady, he does not look like he's slowing down, and that Bucks defense and what Todd Bowles did with them in the Super Bowl, I think they're going to be hard for anyone to beat next season. I mean, they there was they had five losses this past season, so it's doable. But the way yeah. they looked and how it came together in that Super Bowl game, it is going to be an interesting season to watch with that Tampa Bay team. Well, also look at it. the the, the Bucks had five losses, and they still came out and won the Super Bowl. The Cardinals could could lose six times and 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 come out on top in February. You never really know. It's it's football NFL's turned into this thing where it's just so anybody's game. That's what I love about the NFL though, because you don't know. I mean, for a while I think it was the Patriots. You could pretty much make a safe bet and get right. maybe 50-50 and be the Patriots. But right. but now it is. It's just the whole NFL has just shuffled around and we are seeing some really interesting mm-hmm. trades this offseason. And there are a lot of teams affected by that lower cap. And there's going to be a lot of really impressive free agents on the market coming up. Yeah, it should be interesting to see. And I'm honestly excited for he, JJ Watt seems happy where he is. And it seems like he wouldn't have made that decision if he knew he wasn't was going to be unhappy there. So that seems like the right move for him, and it'll be interesting to see how he does there and and how he plays. For sure. In a new spotlight. Maddie, let's shift it from the desert to the Sunshine State. Well, Spring also the trainer. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's both. Spring it's training's strong. underway. And games just started being broadcast this past weekend. This is Charlotte's and- favorite thing in the world. She is just so excited for this. It's spring it's like, training, man. It's mini Honestly, baseball. Honestly, I just wish I wish it is mini baseball, and it's very mini with seven innings. But I wish that <laughs> I I just can't wait for for games to officially like regular season to begin to see because spring training you can kind of you kind of get a little bit of a skewed perception of what it's like. But it, it's fun because you haven't seen baseball in so long, and it's just exciting to watch. But they're starting to see some COVID issues as well. I mean, they all these teams have dealt with it because we've been a year in this pandemic. But um, some guys are – we're seeing some – J.A. Happ, he's with the Twins now, used to be a Yankee. Um, he's tested positive about a week ago, so we'll see him back soon. Um, also, the injury bug in baseball is always so – infectious. He's Monty Grandel. He's sitting out for a little bit. He is actually a hurricane, former hurricane. Ooh. He plays for the Sox now. The White Sox, not the Red Sox, sorry to confuse anybody. I don't want to I don't want to trigger words. Um also Trey Mancini. This is a really interesting story, Maddie. I don't know if you saw this, but he plays for the Orioles and he played his first game on Sunday after being diagnosed with colon cancer and he got a standing ovation at that first game with that small crowd. And I thought that that was just what it's all about. I love those stories. That's why I love sports because it's just. What a redemption story. I mean, it's just spring training, but it's such a big step for him, especially Mm -hmm. like overcoming cancer to play a professional sport. That is such a feat. It's just, you can't, it doesn't get any better than that. 
I agree. And he, he, his spirits are so high. I watched him in the, in the presser after, and he just seems so happy to be out there. I think all of them are. I mean, in this past true, year, we've yeah, seen truly. sports just were completely gone for a while. And, and to mm-hmm. be able to figure it out and to be back to doing what they love, I'm sure they're all super happy about it. And it's just – it is exciting because baseball, to me, just screams summer – and mm-hmm. it's just good times, carefree. I'm excited. I, I'm excited for the the regular season for sure. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, as a Yankee fan, always get my hopes up every single year. And it just flops at the in the playoffs. So hopefully the Yankees can um, dodge the injury bug this season. Because if they can, they're always plagued by it. If they can, then they're such a stacked team. They have all these studs. Corey Kluber's our, our, our hot shot. He's going to... I think he's pitched. I think he pitched um, yesterday. We were recording this on Tuesday. I think he's going to pitch on on Wednesday. Um, so by then, we'll I'll be listening back and I'll be like, "Oh my god, he did so well." <laughs> well, but if they can if they can stay out of the injury circle, they will be so good. But I say that every year, and it never happens. Well, I think staying healthy is definitely the key, Charlotte. But. As a Pirates fan, I've learned to never get my hopes up. That's my thing, especially this season when you can just tell the Pirates are in a complete tear everything down and build it back from the ground up. And I'm hoping that this works this time. But again, I've learned to literally never get my hopes up. The last time the Pirates won a World Series was 1979. So that was way before my lifetime. I am used to getting let down so it's just it's just expected I mean we'd like to see them do well they beat the Orioles earlier this week that was nice but again it's just spring training it's not a perfect picture of what's to come right but we'll see I mean baseball is just fun to watch no matter what I mean it was super cool especially watching the Rays against the Dodgers in the World Series this past year because that was a team you don't always see Exactly. on that stage which was nice and I mean there was some exactly. really intense games there was that really cool game with a Rosarena uh sliding into home plate and that picture of him smiling that was cool so it'll be interesting you know I wouldn't say I was happy to see the Rays in the World Series <laughs> because they did beat the Yankees to get there but um ugh, don't even get me started on a Rosarena <laughs> But like I get, I get what you're saying. It's you don't like in football. We're starting to now see this shift in baseball. It isn't kind of nice to see a team that isn't usually at the top be at the top. Although the Yankees are usually pretty good, it, it is nice to see kind of an underdog come up, and it's it's nice to see that. And it would have been really cool if the Rays did win just because of the whole Tampa Bay storyline with the Lightning and the Bucks. Mm-hmm. That would have kind of mm-hmm. icing on the cake sealed the deal. But it is still cool that they went to a championship when their their counterparts oh, yeah. in other professional sports went and won. I mean, making it to a championship is impressive no matter what. Yeah, but five years down the line, are we going to be like, oh, that's the team that was in the championship that one time? No, we want to, we want to know the winner. That's the important if you're That's not true. first, you're last, Maddie. That's true. I mean, yeah, we're, I, I remember the Rays because I remember watching the game and it was just last year. But yeah, you're right. I mean, usually you remember right. who won. You don't remember hey, who you went. Know what? You know what? Maybe this Pirates team is, uh, is on to something this year. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Maddie, we're going to have a special guest on soon because we need to talk the business of baseball because there's a lot behind the scenes that Oh, yeah. On. I have some opinions on the business of baseball, some pretty strong ones too. 
So do I. I mean, I have been um, positively affected by it as a Yankee fan for years and years. But Maddie negatively has affected. Not. Negatively <laughs> yeah. affected. As a Pirates fan. So I we'll get we'll get someone on for you guys who is the person to talk to about the business of baseball. I can't wait. We'll we'll make that happen because I know Maddie will pop off for it. And I'll just be like, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm on the good side of it. <laughs> I just want to know why. I don't I just want to know why it's so hard to for the pirates to just be good. Just just be good. <laughs> just keep your good players and just 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 be good. Just but be again, out. like we just said, if you're not first, you're last. And when was the last time the Yankees won a World Series? 2009, according to Charlotte. I've heard that number a lot, so I know it now. <laughs> no, but I will. 27. 27. 27 rings. Yankees fans <laughs> love to throw that in everyone's face. Well, but hey, maybe this will be our year. Yeah, it could be. Anyway, I mean, I'm not going to say it's anyone's year because in baseball, it's not. You never know. There's like 160 plus games. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. I'm excited for, for it to start. And wouldn't it be cool if we could do a live <laughs> a live podcast from a baseball game? I feel like any game. That's actually an interesting question, Maddie. If you could do a live podcast from any arena, any sporting event, which would it be? Baseball would probably be the easiest because I, be I think baseball. I yeah. think baseball because there's there's not always action. So you can have yeah. conversations that aren't play by play necessarily. Yeah. Ooh. That'd be fun. We should try that, would be that really out. Good I- that would be a really good idea. Want to come Ooh. down for a Tigers spring training game, Char? Ooh, Ooh. Yankees just beat the Tigers uh, <laughs> the other day at Steinbrenner. <laughs> so I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> we'll, we'll look into making this happen be, for you, guys. That would be really cool. Yeah, so we've been saying we wanted to do uh, an episode on Instagram Live Mm-hmm. So we're we're trying to get that figured out because we are in different places right now. But that's mm-hmm. something that we're hoping to do soon in the yeah, next act- couple of really weeks. Fun. If you're listening and you think that that would be a fun idea, then let us know. And if you'd listen, because I would do it. We're also thinking of having a little brainstorming session on Instagram Live so you guys can give us input on what we want to have in the show, like what you want to hear about. Not every week is Super Bowl Sunday, but there's always something going on in sports. There's always something going on in sports. There's always something to talk about, but what do you guys want to hear? Yeah, because Charlotte and I have our favorite sports and the stuff that we would consider ourselves experts in. But, I mean, everyone, there's something for everyone. Like, if you're a soccer person, you want to hear us talk about more soccer, let us know. And we, we also will find somebody who is an expert. We had Sarah Thomas. She's an expert in her field. Bruce Arians, I mean, undeniable expert. We found him. We had him on. If you have somebody who is a sport you would like us to find an expert in and a and a star, we'll go out there and look and we'll try to have him or her on. And if anyone wants to learn more about a specific sport or something, we we can teach you. We can learn it for you. We can bring it on here. And Absolutely. Absolutely. Give you a little crash course. There is a lot of sports to talk about and we are going to do it. We are zoned in and this is our baby, this podcast. And so whatever it takes, whatever you guys want to hear, we'll make it happen and we'll make sure mm-hmm. that we get you the most accurate information. Now, we'll, we're going to have on some really, really cool guests. Um, just please let us know. Give us feedback of what you want and we will do it for you. Before we close, 
we have another little little fun story especially during women's empowerment month this is a good one we actually have two sports crossing over into one world which is super cool we have the crossover event yes we have (laughs) tennis legend billy jean king Mm -hmm. in madison square garden what where the rangers play what what there charlotte because the first ever professional women's hockey game was played at the garden this weekend they just opened i think last week yeah i think last week they opened it up to fans at rangers games and at at nick's games so i don't know if there were actually any fans at this game but doesn't it doesn't seem like there were but oh my goodness what a way to kick off uh women's history month i mean it's super cool because it's also not only was it the first women's hockey game professional women's hockey game to be played at madison square garden which is just an iconic venue to begin with yeah it was also the first one to be broadcast on national television Mm -hmm. which is so special i mean shout out to the two teams that played I mean, shout out to Team Minnesota and Team New Hampshire. Super cool to be a part of that, I'm sure. The pictures looked awesome. It it was just a special night. And and how cool to have just a legendary female athlete, tennis star, Billie Jean King, kicking it off for you. I learned a lot about her in high school. We went to an all-girls school, and it was always all about, like, who's the coolest woman and who has done a lot for for women in history. And Billie Jean King was a huge one, and I remember so – admiring her from then until now and she's just the coolest she actually did not she played a lot of sports growing up if you don't know her story she faced a lot of adversity back when she was up and coming in the tennis world I think a lot of female athletes have faced adversity and that's the difference between men and women it's still not 100% geared towards women yet and and I think a lot of them do have to face different obstacles than their male counterparts Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's true that's a good point maddie because to be at the same level as your male counterpart i'm not gonna say a man can has never faced anything i'm sure let's say a basketball star has never been through something no i'm sure they've been through their own things but i feel like a woman's trajectory to the same platform is just a little bit jagged Well, I I mean, I just think it goes to show looking at the fact that this game in 2021 was the first women's pro hockey game to be broadcast live on national television. Meanwhile, every other day, there's a pro hockey men's game on national TV. And also after after last week, having Sarah Thomas on. And, and just looking into her life, it was so amazing to see how little girls reacted to her in the Super Bowl in a male-dominated sport. To think that just the thought of all these little girls who are hockey players who want to play hockey like their brothers, to the look on their faces watching this game was probably just adorable. Like, I they can do the, it. You can get there. I think one of the key things that I took away from Sarah Thomas, too, about women in sports is that you can't think of yourself as a woman in sports. You just have mm-hmm. to be a person in sports. And that's how she seems to to go about it. She's just an mm-hmm. NFL official. She's not a female official. And that's what I loved about talking to her is because she really 
made it a point to never let her gender hold her back. And she mm-hmm. knows that she's just as capable as her male counterparts to get things across and to do things. And she's not afraid to walk into a room with her shoulders back, like she said. And I think that that's exactly. great advice for any woman and any person who wants to do anything. Mm-hmm. And she said she wasn't doing it to be the first. She just happened to be the first. She recognized that was something that came with the territory, but she wasn't doing it to be the first she, with her little Southern accent. Oh my God. I loved listening to her. <laughs> but the same with these girls, these women, they probably aren't doing it to be the first. It just happens that they are. And now they're going to be in the history books for it. So it's just yeah. an added bonus. I mean, hopefully it's the first of many. I think we say that a lot whenever there are these milestones for female athletes, but really I, I hope that this isn't just a milestone this year that we celebrate Mm -hmm. and then there's not more. I hope this is the first step in a whole lot of progress. You know, it's interesting too to actually reflect on when we started this to now, there's been so much progress, so much, so many firsts. We we talk about who you never want to be the first, you never expect to be the first, but we've seen so many firsts and Maybe we have something to do with that, Maddie. <laughs> I don't think so, but that'd be nice. <laughs> but you know what I mean. So I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of progress. There's a, a huge way to go. And I think I think women every, in sports are heading in the right direction. For sure. For sure. And it's super cool, especially to just be in the presence of someone who is so legendary And I'm sure it was just special for them all around. I mean, they had a red carpet on the ice at one point, which is really cool. It's just, it's awesome. Great. Good for them. I mean, the Rangers played earlier that day, I think, and then they played after. It's actually really interesting because this game was developed with partners in the Rangers and the Blackhawks and the Maple Leafs, and they actually showed their love at their games, um, wearing, donning sweatshirts, um, Uh, for advocacy, equality, fairness, and opportunity in women's professional hockey. So this is a huge step. We spoke about the NHL and and their their part in this whole mission, and it seems like they're really, really pushing for some fairness on the ice. I hope this is a long partnership. I mean, certainly this would be awesome to see more – NHL teams partner with the female teams in their cities and and try to do more partnerships and let them play in on their stages. That'd be super cool. Absolutely. It seems like a no-brainer to like have this have that be have that relationship. Definitely. Well, a little bit of a shorter episode this week. Yes. We're kicking off certain sports, but we're not fully in the in sports mode yet it's not like march madness is on the horizon we have the all-star game coming up we have official regular season baseball not far away and hockey playoffs not far away behind Mm -hmm. that so there's just there's a lot of good things coming so thank you guys so much for listening as always maddie and i are also in spring training right now we're working on a lot of guests that are going to be very very awesome and you won't want to miss them we say it every time but i'm promising you it's going to get even better from here we always say that but thank you so much for tuning in we want to continue to make it better keep listening keep keep waiting be patient we're gonna have some very cool guests in the very near future see you next week thanks guys